Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, robustness. I'm recording this in mid-January, after the storming of the U.S. Capitol building. The various tech giants reacted to this event by banning Donald Trump and his supporters from various platforms. Some of the interventions were targeted, like kicking Donald Trump off Twitter. Others were blanket bans on whole platforms. It seems that uh, Trump supporters like to hang out on an app called Parler. And shortly after the events in Washington, then Apple kicked the Parler app out of their app store. Since Apple has a stranglehold on what gets onto an iPhone, that means that half of the potential audience was cut off. Shortly after, Google kicked the app out of their app store. Now, Android is more open, so users can install the app without going through the app store. So they weren't completely grounded until Amazon delivered the death blow. Amazon pulled the plug on Pala's backend systems, which were running in the Amazon cloud. Now, if you have, if you let your systems run on one provider and you don't have a plan B, well, then you're off the air. And that's what happened to Paula. Peter Sunde, one of the founders of Pirate Bay, took to Twitter to, uh, to mock Parler for their lack of robustness. So he said that the Pirate Bay, which was one of the most world's most censored and heavily attacked websites, was started by kids. It was run by people with various problems with drugs and alcohol and money, and is still running after two decades of people trying to shut them down. They had robustness, and Parler did not. Now, when we build systems on-premise, then they have sort of built-in robustness. That's why we might not think about robustness very well, because when we have an on-premise system, then we install a database, we install the operating system, we install an application server, we install our code, and no matter what kind of conflict we get into with our database vendor or with a software vendor, then our code keeps running. It has the robustness built in. We own the servers, we have installed the software, and nobody can stop us using that software. Now, if you stop paying your database vendor their license fees, then they are going to demand that you stop using their software. Fair enough. And there's going to, you might argue in court over whether what you should pay or whether you should pay. But in the meantime, your software keeps running. It has built-in robustness. Once you move into the cloud, you have to build that robustness yourself. So... We have the, pro the project triangle, good, fast, cheap. 
pick any two? Well, if you want a system that's robust, then there isn't really the fast, cheap option. Robustness takes time. It takes effort. It means that you have to spend more time building a system instead of just picking some clever vendor-specific service down off the shelf. It means that you're running, you're spending extra compute resources. You will have several services running at the same time. One service might be enough. Like if you just had it in one service, you would save some money. But if you want the robustness, then you need some kind of redundancy. And redundancy costs money. If you look at your systems list, then you'll find out that many of these systems don't need that kind of robustness. If you have systems that are uncritical, systems that, you know, if they're down for a day or for a week or for a month, it doesn't really kill your business. Well, okay, build them fast, cheap, uh, get something up and running, and that's fine. But some of your systems are high-priority systems, those that run your business, those that are the lifeblood of your business, like, for instance, the back end of Parler. But they hadn't built any robustness, and they were vulnerable by to being wiped out by one decision by their cloud vendor. For your priority systems, you need to take a look at whether they are robust. If your core systems involve any kind of cloud service, anything that's not running in a data center you own, then you need to think about how to replace that part of the service with something else. If you build a system that runs a standard SQL database, that runs a standard programming language, that runs on a standard operating system, you can build a standard image that you can just deploy on any cloud. If you're really serious about your robustness, you will run it multi-cloud in parallel. So you would have it running. You could have it running on Amazon's cloud and on Google's cloud or on Microsoft's cloud. So if you got into a dispute with any one of them, you would still have the other. Or you would have the opportunity to move to any hosting service, anybody who would, who would host you a Docker image or a virtual machine. You need to look through your systems list. You need to identify your critical systems. And those systems that are critical, you need to make sure that they have robustness. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.